Hey everyone, this is Bill. Just wanted to let you know this is actually part one of our Bowl Picks episode, so hope you enjoy this and keep an eye out for part two coming out shortly. Hi, welcome to the second episode of the Weekend Shenanigans podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Steven. And I'm Blake. Yeah, so we, we finally found Blake. Just to give a little bit of background on Blake, he is also a Georgia Tech alum. Fortunately, he's a Saints fan, so we won't get too much Falcons coverage out of him. But I am an engineer. Unlike the other two of you. Yeah, nobody, true, nobody true, cares true. about that, Blake. Yeah, I'm officially officially an engineer. Oh, okay. Blake also is probably the uh, most likely of us to wander out to Cobb County for a Braves game, so we'll probably get a, a report or two on tailgating up near SunTrust Park at some point. He also goes to a number of Atlanta United games. He's going to be a season ticket holder this year for year two, which is great. What else do you do, Blake? Live life, man. Barely. 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 <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Blake was the, the one who also, I mentioned last last episode, having gone up to Duke, Blake was, was the driver on that one because I was in such bad shape. So kudos to him for putting up with my ass on that one. That was a, that was a long trip, but, you know, it was entertaining to see you die a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> would have been happier with a W coming out of there. Then it would have been worth it. That's the big thing, is if we had won that game, then... All is good. Yeah, everything else would have been just gravy. So, all right. We wanted to do this episode to focus a little more on college football because of all the big news going on. We're recording this on Sunday the... 10th. 10th. Sunday the 10th. High five. And that means that yesterday, the Heisman Trophy was awarded. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, congrats yeah. to Baker Mayfield. Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner. What do you guys think? First off, who was your favorite player out of, uh, let, let's stick to the three you know, big names, the three that went to New York, Bryce Love, Baker Mayfield, and Lamar Jackson. Who, who was your Heisman out of those three? See, I go Lamar Jackson all day, but I don't think they're ever going to give a, someone two Heisman Trophies ever again. You know, it's happened once. I don't think that's going to be a repeat, so that's just a, it's a killer for him. So really, Watson should have won it last year, then Lamar Jackson could have won it this year. That would have been my ideal state. I think Lamar Jackson earned it, but I don't think there was any question that Baker Mayfield wasn't going to take away. I had no question in my head who was going to win it, despite the fact that my misgivings was you know leaning more towards Lamar Jackson. Steve? Baker Mayfield. His numbers, out of control. Let's talk about that. Which numbers? So the first would be his passing yards, right? I mean, he's got... Over 4,000 passing yards so far for the season? Yep, he's sitting on 43-40 passing yards, 41 touchdowns, 5 rushing touchdowns, so a total of 46 touchdowns, and only 5 interceptions, which is 41-5 to 5 is an incredible touchdown-interception ratio. 71% completion percentage is, is awesome. That's the same percentage as he did last year. Uh, so he obviously just threw a couple more times this year and completed a you know similar number and you know, really, he put up a, a very similar year to last year. Last year, he put up 3,900 yards, 40 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. Really had back-to-back great years. But are you not concerned at all that he plays in the air raid offense, that he's a, a product of the system? No. you got to get the ball. you got to move it around. you got to make the plays, and uh, that, that's what he did. I mean, he's progressed every year. He's walked on at two schools. He's worked hard. I think he's earned it. He's put in his time, and now he's reaping the rewards. For so what, what was the big number that blew away the other two, in, in your opinion, for him? 41 touchdowns. Okay, 41. What if I told you that Lamar Jackson was responsible for 42 touchdowns? It says 25 on here. That's passing only. He scored 17 times on the ground. Yep, well, rushing then, touchdowns. 
Baker Mayfield gets five rushing touchdowns. We mentioned that. So that's 46 to 42. That's not a huge difference. And when you look at total yardage, Baker Mayfield's responsible for about 4,600 yards. And Lamar Jackson's responsible for about 4,900 yards. They lost a wake. That's a totally different question. <laughs> yeah. That's not that's not, not stats. Not entirely, you know, wrong to, you know, obviously the committee cares a lot about are you on a winning team? Being on a championship caliber team like Oklahoma is means a lot. But if you look at who's the Oklahoma best lost player, to Iowa State. They've lost to Iowa State. Great. I'm I'm talking about who's the best player. Yeah. Clearly he's right. on a better team. I'm not saying that Oklahoma's not superior to Louisville. I'm saying Lamar Jackson was on a team that didn't have anybody else on it. Yeah, Lamar, Lamar Jackson carries that team on his shoulders, week in, week out. Puts up more, more yards, yards, more touchdowns. Doesn't do it in an air raid offense. Nope. So you know he's not like I think everybody's discounting just because they're Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley's calling the shots there now. He was a quarterback at Texas Tech. He is air raid. So you know while, while I think that what Baker Mayfield did was great, I'm not convinced that Lamar Jackson wasn't the right pick for the Heisman. And I get your point, Blake, about not giving it out twice in a row to the same guy. Yeah, I, I think I, that, I mean, I, I truly think that was more of a factor than anything else. I think Baker Mayfield put up great numbers and led his team to great things. And, you know, I think he did a great job of walking on to two different schools, earning his spot and maintaining it. I do think, I mean, I don't think, I mean, I know that Lamar Jackson is a dynamic player and he makes a difference wherever he's at, whenever he's on the field. But to Blake's point, not not gonna win it. Not gonna win it a second time. Doesn't matter. So here's here's like because Lamar Jackson is a junior, right? So assuming he comes back, he's not coming back. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hypothetical, right? Assuming he comes back and puts up the same numbers or better, it would have to be no one even close to eat for him to win another Heisman. That's my point. Well, that's the thing is that he could do the same thing. Are his numbers again. this year better than his numbers his last numbers year? Numbers this year were better than yeah, last year. They're better than I know. Significantly better. He he completed 56% of his passes last year. This year he completed 60%. He threw for about the same amount of yards. Touchdowns, he was responsible for slightly fewer touchdowns, 30 passing last year, 25 this year, 21 on the ground last year, 17 this year, so slightly fewer touchdowns, but again, that's part to do with who he's around. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's a, the team with him. Interceptions, he threw six interceptions this year. He threw nine last year. His his overall passer rating went from 148.8 to 151.5 this year. So he had a better passer rating this year. I, I just find it hard to believe that when you're responsible for almost as many touchdowns, way more yards on a much, much lesser team, and you did better than you did the year they gave you the Heisman, that you weren't deserving of it again. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I personally think he should have won it, but I had no concept in my mind that he was ever going to win it because he won it last year. I think that they will put him up there as a nominee, but they would never give him the votes to make you know to have him win it a second time. Fair enough. Any other thoughts? Bryce Love? Who's Bryce Love? That's my thoughts mm, on that. That's cold. You think uh, if, if Bryce Love plays on the East Coast, he uh, has a better chance? SEC, it just means more. Yeah, it does mean more in the SEC, but none of these three were in the SEC, Blake. Yeah, I know. But if he was in a – I'm saying, if he was like on Alabama running the ball and doing what he's doing there, I think it would be a different story. I saw an interesting stat, too, that since 2009, Stanford has had the runner-up for the Heisman five different times. i got to think there's some, some East Coast yeah. bias there. It, it's, it's eyes on the game. Yep. You know, if they're not getting – 
people watching them because they're playing at 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock kicking at night. off at 10 or 11 o'clock at night yeah. and and I'm, I'm not sure bryce love really deserved it not compared to the other two maybe christian mccaffrey deserved it more last year he he did a lot okay with that i think that's all all the talk that, we yeah need. that was a two-horse race bryce love wouldn't you know they just have a third person up there hey, he came in second in the votes I think that's, again, a factor of that Lamar Jackson won it last year. He did? I thought he came third in the votes. I could be wrong. It's happened three or four times already <laughs> in this podcast. Yeah, Bryce Love came in second. And they do the point system where you get first and second place votes, right. work more in third place. Baker Mayfield had 732 first place votes. Bryce Love came in second with first place votes with 75. Lamar Jackson, 47. Second place votes. Obviously, most of them couldn't go to Baker Mayfield because everybody gave him his first place, 87. Bryce Love, 421. Lamar Jackson, 197. Third place votes, obviously 28 for Baker Mayfield, couldn't get a whole lot again. 233 for Bryce Love. 258 for Lamar Jackson. So there's a lot of people who didn't have Lamar Jackson in their top three, which I find amazing. Guy came in and did better than he did in his Heisman year, and you're not going to put him in your top three. When you look at Number of points earned by region. They break it down by region. If you look at the West Coast, Bryce Love does significantly better on the West Coast in the Midwest and the Southwest than he did in the South, the Mid-Atlantic, and the Northeast. So there clearly is some regional bias there. Oh, yeah. Okay, with that, we'll move on from talking about the Heisman, and we will jump over to bowls. Bully, 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 bully. We're going to be participating in a bowl pick this year. If anybody else wants to join our bull pick'em weekend shenanigans uh, the name of the group on espn thwg is the entry code so to hell with georgia piss on them so we'll start off with the celebration bowl and i guess the way we'll do this is to go down it if we've got a consensus i'm going to ask one of you to give us your your thoughts on the game just for time's sake uh, the rest of us can chime in if we need to but we won't go through the picks where we all are in agreement in in a whole lot of detail where we disagree i'm going to go with whoever the odd man out is defend your pick and then the other two can poke holes in it and basically attack you from there sound good what if we all three picked a different team that's impossible there's a tie that's impossible <laughs> what if what if you picked the meteor if you pick the Meteor, man, I don't know which game. There there were a couple games that if were. If it's Georgia-Alabama in the championship game, I'm picking the Meteor. Roll Tide. Ugh. I don't want to think about if Georgia makes the, the championship game. So, First one, Celebration Bowls, totally fine. I'll tell you, we all picked uh, North Carolina A&T, and I go with the Grambling G reminds me of Georgia and to hell with Georgia. So had to pick NC A&T. They're, they're undefeated. That, that that one's done. That's easy. No problem. Yeah, all, all of the power rankings, everybody is picking them. Next up, North Texas and Troy. Everyone went Troy. They beat LSU. They're going to beat North Texas. No problem there. Do you have any thoughts about that game being in New Orleans, Blake? I mean, they obviously play well in Louisiana. I hope they get a night game. Yeah, when you look at the experts, and, and a lot of this I'm looking at off of SB Nation, they do a great job combining expert picks as well as some of the ranking systems, SP+. Everybody's in on Troy on, on that game. So that should be one that, if you're doing confidence points, probably is pretty high in your, in your confidence selection. Next up, 2.30 on the 16th, the Auto Nation Durable, Georgia State, Western Kentucky. 
And this one, all of us picked Western Kentucky. Thoughts, gentlemen? They're going to win. No homers for Georgia State? Nope. No Panthers for you, Blake? Couldn't do it. Do you have any concerns that the Hilltoppers coasted a little this year on Brahms' system and that they really aren't as good as, as what they have shown in Conference USA this year? No. And I've got it as my 32-point game. 32-point game. All right. <laughs> on, on to the next one. Steven's all in on that. All Las in. Vegas Bowl. Las Vegas Bowl. Boise State and Oregon. I went Boise State. These other guys went for Oregon. You can't count out Boise State in a bowl game, and that's my entire basis on that. Yeah, I'm, I've got a little concern with Oregon, especially now. I made these picks before Willie Taggart was gone to FSU. I'm locked in at this point, I suppose, but that gives me reason for concern as well. Blake, what are your what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, I'm looking at the spread, seven and a half favorite for Oregon. I think Oregon, you know, is always going to put up points, especially in, in a high-pressure game. And I, I just don't think that uh, Boise State's going to be able to keep up with them. All right. Up next, the New Mexico Bowl, 430 on the 16th. That's Marshall and Colorado State. We all pick Colorado State. That's about all we got to say on that one. <laughs> I think everybody's picking Colorado State. That game, uh, it's in Albuquerque, so a lot of travel for Marshall. After that, the Camellia Bowl, Middle Tennessee and Arkansas State. Arkansas. Arkansas. Again, we all pick Arkansas State. So 29-point game. All right. Going big on these early games, huh? Go big or go home. Okay. Next, the Cherry Bowl. This is the uh, Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. That's Thursday, December 19th. Akron versus FAU. I believe this is played on FAU's home field, yeah. Florida Atlantic, 40-point game, putting it all out there. They got it. You're all in on Lane Kiffin, huh? Yeah, I'm on the Lane train. If you don't follow Lane Kiffin on Twitter, you should. You probably should. It is one of the most entertaining Twitter accounts, especially recently with Tennessee being all stupid. It's been an entertaining account. All right. Next, December 20th, 8 p.m., Mustangs. This is the Frisco Bowl. Louisiana Tech versus SMU. SMU. Everybody's going with the same pick here, SMU. No thoughts on Louisiana Tech having a chance in this one? None. All right. Plus my boy Thomas Morissette from Saints is a Mustang. The leg. The punter. Go, go Stangs. Punters are generally where bowls are decided. That's that's pretty pretty accurate. All right. Number one bowl game for name this year. Thursday, December 21st, the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl in St. Petersburg, Florida. This is the one that's played in Tropicana Field on the baseball field. Used to be the Beef O'Brady's Bowl for the longest time, and now they're sponsored by Bad Boy Mowers, which uh, is hilarious to me that a lawnmower company is sponsoring a bowl game that's in a dome. There ain't no grass. <laughs> yeah, 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 well. So, uh... Let's let's go to the pick on this one. Yeah, defend yourself. I am the only one who picked FIU. So on, on this bowl, I, I'm a, a pretty big fan of FIU in, in what they've done this year. It, it seems to me that this, this year they've been one of the teams that really hasn't made a whole lot of waves or, or really know, you know, nobody knows a whole lot about them. They beat Western Kentucky by 24 points. They won at Marshall. They lost to Old Dominion at home, which is kind of, you know, the concerning part. But I just, I feel like 
I don't know. I feel like Butch Davis is got something going on there at FIU, and I frankly don't have a whole lot of faith in in Temple. They, I don't think they have the athletes. Thoughts on why you guys picked Temple? I'm in Temple, 38-point 30, game. I'm on Temple, too. You know, they had some tough losses against some pretty decent teams if you look at who they lost to. You know, University of South Florida, UCF, undefeated. Uh, Notre Dame, some tough games that they lost. So also, again, I'm a big fan of the looking at the spread. They're seven and a half point favorites in a, in a shootout game. Over under is 56 points. I mean, that's just that's not a shootout. It's like 28, 20, 25. That's math. <laughs> well, a seven and a half point game, a seven and a half point spread in, in that close of a game. Then I mean, that's even even more reason. No. Yeah, I, I guess. Temple was six and six on the season, and Florida International ended up eight and four. I don't know. I think I think I just think Temple's record doesn't show reflect how good they really are, because the losses that they had were to pretty decent teams. All right, fair enough. Moving on. Next up on our list of bowls, Bahamas. The Bahamas Bowl. So this is the one in Nassau. This is UAB and Ohio, and all of us picked Ohio. Ohio. O H. Oh, wrong one. That's the wrong Wrong one, but whatever. (laughs) All right. After that, the always fun Idaho Potato Bowl. Yeah, Central Michigan versus Wyoming. Unanimous picks of Wyoming. I don't know. Again, I hadn't seen a Central Michigan game all year. so Have you seen a Wyoming game all year? No, but it's closer to Idaho. They might get some fans there. That's my two-point game. I'm going to throw that out there. (laughs) Not a lot of confidence in this pick. I got 24 points riding on Wyoming on that one. 24 on Wyoming. 24. You're just going all in. You're you're uh, going for it. These these late bowls for you are all going to have very low confidences. Yeah, it's my strategy. All right. After that, December 23rd, noon, the Birmingham Bowl, Texas Tech and South Florida. All of us pick South Florida. Texas Tech is going to have to score a lot of points, right? If they're going to stay in this, like South Florida is going to drop 40 plus. South Florida scoring. Again, we talked last episode about how South Florida was involved in one of my favorite games of the year. I, I see another one like this where I'll be impressed if Texas Tech can stop them. After that, we're on to the Armed Forces Bowl, San Diego State versus Army. All of us picked San Diego State, and I don't know if you guys watched the Navy-Army game. And yes, I said Navy-Army until Army wins more than two out of the last 16. It's going to be the Navy-Army game. In the Navy-Army game, Army won this year. They won by one point. It was a snow game in Philadelphia. Does that change your mind at all about how good Army is, or did you see all you needed to see and you're still picking San Diego State? Oh, I'm still on San Diego State. That game, you know, was just an ugly, ugly game. It was snowing the whole time. I think, you know, Stephen, you look at the stats on the passing there. There were three attempts combined across both teams. Yep. Army won, multi- I think, multiple games this year without throwing a pass, without attempting one, not even completing one, without attempting one. Apparently, you don't need a pass to make a bowl game. run it. All right. Yeah, San Diego State. San Diego State. 7 p.m. on the 23rd, the Dollar General Bowl. That's App State and Toledo. All of us went with Toledo. Thoughts on Toledo? No? Yes? 28-point no. game. 28-point game for Steve. That's that's aggressive. Yeah, Toledo's putting up more points, and they're allowing fewer points. Most winning teams do that. Then Appalachian State, and so that's my basis on that. All right. Eight-point spread. Eight-point spread in favor of Toledo? Eight-point spread, 63 over-under on that. Okay. Next up, the Hawaii Bowl. That's Houston. 
Houston. December 24th, Christmas Eve. Uh, you both picked Houston. I am the one picking Fresno State. In terms of what I see in Fresno State, I don't particularly like Houston this year. That's what I see in Fresno State. Houston's lit. Are they? Yeah. This is a real coin flip game, too, if you're looking at the percentage picks uh, on ESPN's website. There's, you know, 50.6% people picking Fresno State, 49.4% picking Houston. That makes me feel a little bit better that I'm I'm not the only person picking. You you are on the uh, the the popular side, but but by a hair thin margin. Very good, very good. Yeah, this one again. I think that Fresno State plays better defense than Houston. Granted, they don't quite play the same caliber of team. My apologies. That was the matchup predictor. My apologies there. That the not the percentage picked. But they did they did split games with Boise State this year, Fresno. So I'm you know a little more confident in that. They beat. Wyoming, they beat BYU. Houston beat South Florida. Beat South Florida, lost to Memphis, lost to Tulane, which the Green Wave is, uh, you know, the Green Wave. Yeah, I, I think at this one it comes down to defense a little. I also think that uh, traveling to Hawaii from Fresno is a little bit easier than traveling there from Houston, just di- distance-wise and, and time zone-wise. So they just have to take a boat, right? They don't have to take a boat and a bus. Train, train and boat train for and Houston. Bus. Yeah. Train and a bus. Okay. Day after Christmas games are next up, so that's December 26th, 1:30 p.m. The Dallas Bowl, the heart of Dallas Bowl, that is uh, Utah and West Virginia. Again, I'm I'm the only one who picked Utah. So tell me, guys, why did you like West Virginia? What do you see out of them that made you jump in on West Virginia? Utah teams are weird every year. Utah in general is kind of weird. West Virginia, they're scoring more points than Utah. Their offense is moving a lot better. They lost some games. I think they were in a better conference. Who they lost to? Yeah, I mean, they lost to. They lost to Virginia Tech. They lost to TCU. Texas. They lost to Oklahoma State. They lost to Oklahoma. They beat Iowa State. You've named top ten teams that they've lost to, which is understandable. The only team, the only team that wasn't ranked when they lost them was Texas. 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 West Virginia is giving up 452 yards per game on defense. That concern you? No. It's, col- it's college football. Utah's defense also, is not as important. Utah's also favored by seven points. Utah is favored by seven points. Still no concern? No. Again, with the matchup predictor, this is another coin flip. 50.8% going Utah, 49.2 West Virginia. It's a coin flip. Yeah. Sometimes you got to take tails, man. When I look at Utah... Again, you're talking about who they lost to and good teams that, that they lost to. Here's who Utah lost to this year. Stanford. We know they're good. USC. We know they're good. Washington State. We know they're good. Washington. We know they're good. And Arizona State Arizona and Oregon. Arizona State and Oregon are the two that are kind of, ooh. And they lost to Oregon big, 41-20. to 20. But Oregon, again, they're known for being able to put up points. Not a huge surprise that if you're going to lose to them, it's going they to be They lost by shootout. 20 to Arizona State, 30-10 to 10 then. Those what? are the ones that concern me. Yeah, yeah. But they did beat UCLA and they did beat Colorado. I, I think this is kind of one of those games where it's 6-6. Six and six, They don't want to have a losing record on the season. And that's why I went with Utah. So we'll, we'll see how that one turns out. I'm a little confident in their ability to pull this one out. I, I put it on there as my 25-point matchup. I got it as a 13-point matchup on West Virginia. Next up. Quick Lane Bowl. This is in Detroit, day after Christmas, 5.15 p.m., Duke and Northern Illinois. We all pick Duke, which 
after seeing them in person, I was more impressed with Duke than I want to admit. I'm not impressed with Duke. I just I just picked them. <laughs> Blake, what was your, what were your thoughts? You were you were the soberest at Duke, so what were your thoughts of Duke in person? Yeah, seeing Duke play in person, you know, they really they have a better run game than I really gave them credit for before that game. And that could be Georgia Tech really falling down on the job, but I was certainly impressed with with their ability to just get yards when they needed them. You know, I think they're going to go in there and you know, I think they're going to put a hurt on North, Northern Illinois Huskies. I just think I, I just, Huskies haven't played anybody. I mean, look, look at who Duke beat. Georgia Tech, best team in the country. So Stacked. All right, next up, 9 p.m. on the 26th, the Cactus Bowl. That's Kansas State and UCLA. All of us pick K-State. I'm, I'm a little surprised in this one. This one was a more of a coin flip in my head than probably think. UCLA's trash. Yeah, that's the pick here, UCLA's trash. Yep. This is my five-point game, just FYI. I got 17 points on Kansas State. I, I'm not picking Utah to win their, their game, and, and UCLA, UCLA lost to Utah. You know what I mean? Like, there's just but, but what is a cyclical event you? there where UCLA has allowed more points than they've scored the entire season. Wait, say that again. They're average. Yep, they average scoring 33 points a game. They average giving up 36 points a game. Also put up 100 more yards than K-State does in a game and only give up 50 more yards. So I think the points there might be a little deceiving based on who you played when you think about how you get points, yards tend to be the most important statistic. We all like Kansas State. Yeah, we all like Kansas State, but I'm questioning that decision. You know, they lost to Vanderbilt. You realize that one? Y'all know they lost Vanderbilt to beat Georgia last year, so what? Yeah, Georgia's trash. The worst. Yeah, K-State lost in double overtime to Texas, lost to TCU in Oklahoma, not a big surprise, lost to West Virginia, and lost to Vanderbilt 14-7. to That's, yeah, that's the one that sticks out. When I try to look that's for the one somebody that, that they beat, on their schedule, it's Oklahoma State. Did they just catch Oklahoma State in a down week and happen to pull it out? And that's a close game. Again, Oklahoma State, 45-40. I, I mean, mean they sure did whoop up on Charlotte, though. 55-7, to that's, that's... Yeah, but that's your cupcake <laughs> game, you know? Oh, poor Charlotte. No offense, Charlotte. Thanks for, thanks for playing, Charlotte. Charlotte has a football team? Oh, yeah, the 49ers. So our next one is the uh, Independence Bowl. Yep. The Independence Bowl, that's the uh, classic one in Shreveport. That's a cool town. Is it? Florida State, 41-point game. Wow, 41-point game. It's probably a little higher than I put it. How many 41-point games do you have? He's got. That's the fourth one so far. I think so. No, that's the one. The one 41-point game. Uh, yeah, I, I think Florida State, I, I put it as my 35-point game. 15-and-a-half-point spread. Yeah, Jimbo's gone. Those kids are a little pissed, and they're going to be clearly the best athletes on the field. Yeah, I, I could just you got to pick FSU in this one. All right, later that day on the 27th, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. This is the one played in Yankee Stadium, Iowa and Boston College. I picked BC. Both what do you like about the Eagles? Both of you picked Iowa. I love the Eagles' defense. This is one of those teams that I'm not sure they ever can score points, but when I take a look at what they do on on the defensive side of the ball, they tend to be that like hard-nosed football team that that can kind of grind out a game in the cold. This is going to be again played in New York City, you know, in the Bronx. You take a look at what, what if I told you 84% of people are picking Iowa? 
Yeah, what if I told you that ESPN's matchup predictor said that the game's more like 56% Iowa? The money's with Iowa. I, I think I am in certainly picking the underdog side of this one. When I look at Boston College and what they've done this year, lost to Wake, lost to Notre Dame, I'll give you a pass for losing to Notre Dame. You lost to Clemson, also give you a pass. Lost to Virginia Tech, give you a pass. And you lost to number 23, NC State. They beat the teams that were mediocre on their schedule. They beat Syracuse, and they and they whipped Clemson. So yeah, they they beat the the Louisvilles, the Virginias. They whooped Virginia. They beat Florida State handily. They beat UConn. They beat Syracuse. They they took care of the teams that they weren't just fully outclassed by in terms of. It's the thirty-four to ten loss to Wake Forest that really. Wake Forest was good this year. Wake Forest was surprisingly good this year. Thirty-four to ten, good. Early in the season, you never know. That that one's a little surprising, but again, that was September. I'm talking about the team that they won five out of their last six, beating Louisville, Virginia, FSU, UConn, and Syracuse. And great, that's not murderer's row, but neither is Iowa. But you look at who Iowa you know, lost to. Yeah, you lost to Penn State. You lost to Wisconsin. Those, I give you a pass on. The, the trouble, even Michigan State, I give you a pass on. The troubling one for me that they lost to would be Purdue, 24-15. Purdue's but good. You see that they beat Ohio State, right? I mean, like, their wins are better, I think. Yeah, they they did beat Ohio State. They beat Nebraska but, in that last but week. But then they got stomped the next week by Wisconsin, and we saw who's the better team out of Ohio State and Wisconsin. I think that's any given, any given, you know, I'd say any given Saturday, I guess, but any given Sunday. I don't know, right? man. That Wisconsin could have come out of that game. They dropped 55 on Ohio State, and they can only drop 14 on Wisconsin? That seems a little off to me. They seem to... Steve and I on on, uh, on on that Iowa game. They seem to do the same thing. You know, like Michigan State. How, how many the, points you how much points you got on that one, Steve? 20, uh, 41 again? Iowa, tw- 19. Not a real high point game for me. I have 19 as well. Huh. High five. High five. You guys colluding. This is... I was the first one to post my picks. You, so you were. So Blake could have just... I, 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 there are there are a few it's it's few but there are a few where bill and i uh, we haven't gotten to them yet where bill and i agree and and disagree with you we're getting to those yeah those will be all the ones he put one point on because I, I assume if he's putting 41 points on a lot he's got to put one point on a lot too yeah 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 he's got four or five one point games that's for sure my my strategy is i pick all my high point games at the beginning coast to the finish line coast to the finish line all right we're on to the Foster Farms Bowl. This is in Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California. This is Arizona versus Purdue. And this was one of those ones where the experts and the science, the computers, disagree on which team is really the better team. I, I don't think that's accurate. The matchup predictor says 59% uh, Arizona. Yeah. That's, not even, that's not a coin flip. SP Plus favors Purdue, though. So the secondary, the, the deeper statistics, more, more advanced analytics uh, favor Purdue. I'm a personal believer in advanced analytics. I, I like SP Plus. I think it does a great job. Don't follow Bill Connolly on Twitter. Check him out. He writes for SB Nation, previously with Football Outsiders, I believe, as well. Does a great job with some of the advanced analytics and, and predicting who's going to win and, and kind of spreads. And they like Purdue. I like Jeff Brom in his first year at, at Purdue to kind of change the tone, go in there. These guys, I don't think any of these kids on this team have been to a bowl game before. Could be wrong about that, but you know, if you can go in there and win your first bowl game for the seniors, that's that's an awesome first year for them. So maybe picking a little with my heart there, but 
I've got Purdue. Both of you guys have Arizona. Wildcats. All right. Next, the Texas Bowl. That's 9 p.m. in Houston. That's Texas and Missouri. You guys like Texas at uh, at home, basically? I just don't like Mizzou. No Mizzou, huh? No Mizzou. I have no beef with Mizzou. I just like Texas. This one's another one where the the experts in the computers tend to be in line behind Mizzou. I got it as a 12-point game. Not not real high. Okay. Yeah, I, I tend to like Mizzou just because they have kind of stabilized over the, the second half of the season. Texas. If you look at who they lost to, I mean, like, so you lost to Georgia, you lost to Auburn. We know those are good teams. Not You know, really worried about those, right? But, you know, you lost to Purdue, you lost to Kentucky. Arguably, again, Purdue's good. We just talked about how Jeff Brome and the computers like him. Purdue's mm. not as bad you as you. You talked about that. You talked about that. Not The majority of the people here are not picking Purdue. Uh, how many Purdue games did you watch this year? None. How many Purdue games did you watch this year? One. <laughs> well, that's Clearly less, the expert. That's one more than me. Yep. So I, I, I don't think the Purdue game is as bad of a loss as you're, you're marking it up as. But... Keep going. But you, if you're looking at like, you know, who you're saying like, oh, they stabilize at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Who they, who do they beat? They beat Tennessee. Trash. Yeah. We know they beat Florida. Fire. Trash. You know, they, they beat teams that don't have coaches anymore. Vandy, Arkansas. You know, Vandy. Connecticut. Like just teams. Who do they even play? Exactly. Yeah. When I take a look at Mizzou's schedule, what, what's, I mean, what I have is a 12 point game. So it's not real. High. What, what sticks out to me is that they won. You, you have a team that basically you beat Missouri State. Okay, that's your cupcake. Then you lose five in a row, and then you win six in a row. I don't, I don't care who you're playing, but they played four straight SEC teams, and and I don't want to, I, I hate the SEC, so I don't want to just means more for you. But it you does. win, you win four conference games in a row in any conference. It's kind of impressive. I, I don't think it's impressive with the teams that they they beat in that in that stretch. You're right. That's, that's, they that's may the have, point. They may have picked up some, some struggling teams, but in each one, they dropped more than 45 points on them, which I don't know. That wraps up part one of our bull picks. We should have part two out here in the next couple days. So look forward to that and hope you enjoyed this episode.